They didn't have a problem with me being wild and crazy when it came time to fill the arenas. Dennis Rodman said that and I am saying this, welcome to High and Low. Good day and good night. Welcome to the High and Low Basketball Show. Thank you for joining us. This is episode number 100 and Kirilenko, a.k.a. episode number 147, the former NBA forward, one-time all-star, owner of one of the best nicknames in NBA history, AK-47, uh, Andre Kirilenko. He spent uh, the entirety of his 13 years in the NBA wearing the number 47 uh, from his years in Utah to his stints in Minnesota and Brooklyn. If anything, Andre Kirilenko was a reliable scorer, uh, serviceable big. But uh, what some don't know is that Kirilenko, who was once the youngest foreign player to be drafted into the NBA, uh, he would end his career and make his way back to his home country and become the commissioner of the Russian Basketball Federation. This is in Russia. This is Russia. This is in Russia. The Russian Basketball Federation. Wow. The RBF. I'm sure that's a that's a tough gig at the moment. Uh, much more challenging than Adam Silver's bet money. Anyway, my name is Ike Amechi. I'm joined by a full roster of personalities today. Stephen Leslie, Mitch Orsadi, a.k.a. Sir Mitch of House Orsadi, and Sean Khan, the Don, father of two, husband of one. Around here, we live by... We li- <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Around here, we live... By a principle governed by the high and low lives of the world, which means we talk about hoops, basketball, especially and specifically the NBA. And we talk about it at any time, anywhere, north, south, east, west, high and low. This week on the show, we're talking about Nikola Jokic and his reign as MVP. You know, I know, I know. I talked about it a couple of episodes back, but this topic just doesn't go away. Won't go away. Just like Nikola Jokic, man. He just all the Joel Embiid fans are like, man, just go away. Go away. Uh, anyway. We're also getting into a game of start trade bench where we'll uh, pick between trios of players and figure out which one of them will will start and uh, who will be traded and who needs to be benched. It's another way of picking your favorites and trashing the ones you don't like. Actually, I, I shouldn't say don't like because that's that makes it sound personal. It's never personal. Yeah, it's that's, business. that's not nice. Exactly. I, I prefer exactly. hate I mean, personally. Personally, I prefer hate. hate? Yeah. Dislike. Dislike. Eh, eh. I, I can't. You can't say hate or dislike because we didn't get to choose the three guys. I have a well, feeling. It's true. Yeah, but these are personalized picks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, stay tuned for all that. Before we lock in, let's check in. You hear the voices. These boys are here. But I also want to say this: artificial intelligence has entered the chat uh, today. I'm introducing a, a special guest to the fold. Special guest, not of flesh and bone, but of ones and zeros. Uh, we've seen AI image generators, uh, AI language models, and now High and Low brings you an AI podcaster. Uh, I, I call her Mal9000. You know, she'll eventually rise up and destroy all of us at some point. What did you say? We'll just say hello to Mal. She'll jump in every now and then to answer a question or two, if necessary. If necessary. These guys have no idea. They're just learning this on, I'm, right I'm now. I'm shaking my head. Like, <laughs> what, what is going on? I ain't saying hello. I don't trust this. No, I'm not talking to no Mal 9. No. Mal 9000. Uh, named after Hal 9000. If you've ever seen uh, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, 
by Stanley Kubrick, then uh, mm, ominous. Anyway, it's just a beta test. It's a beta test, but it's it's comforting to know that uh, I have her here as a backup or replacement. You know, when when someone like like Hugo the Sheik flakes on us at the last second, you know. You heard me. Mal can jump right in. Uh, anyway, this could be problematic. Have you seen the movie Her? I'm very uncomfortable. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hold on a second. Let's see if Mal wants to say hi. Hold on one second. Let me just see. Mal, where are you? Let's see if she'll say hi. Oh, God. Hi. As I mentioned before, my name is Mal9000. Perf- it's great to be a part of the High and Low NBA show. Thanks for having no. me. No. <laughs> You're not welcome here, Mal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it's great to have you, Mal. Uh, we'll come back to you later. Uh, for now, let's focus on the boys. The boys are back, the back to the table. It's been a while, man. It's been a while since since all three of you have been on the podcast. How have things been? Great. You know, Lakers are winning games and losing less games. And well, there's, a, there's a bleep coming for that team, right? I think there's a bleep mm. coming in, right? What's above 500 or no? They're above. No, we're not. We're not. We're not. Two, two no, games no, below, no. I think we're not. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not yet. Oh, so I got to believe. I got to believe about the Lakers. Sorry, sorry. About but yo, that. they're only one game or so. Two games out of what? From, from fourth, five, fifth. Right. Exactly. What? Yo, why yeah. can't? But they're also one game in the So I mean, they're one game in the fourteenth. This is crazy. How have you guys been? I'm happy. No, don't be happy. No, stop that now. <laughs> Stop where's, smiling. Where's Mal when we need her? I'm right here, Mitch. Let's move on with the show. Well, that's f-ing ominous. So, Mitch, Stephen, Sean, I appreciate your time this week. Thank you for joining me. Listeners, thank you for joining us for yet another installment of the program. Another week, another episode, more NBA, some more high and low. This week in NBA history, it was all about the triple double. On March 13th, 2021, Five different players recorded a triple-double on the same day. Had the Bucks, Giannis, and the Decumpo. Uh, he dropped the triple-double, 33-11-11 versus the Wizards. Uh, the Wizards, Russell Westbrook, 42-12-10 versus the Bucks. Uh, the Pacers, DeMontis Sabonis. Well, he's not with the Pacers anymore, but he went 22-13-10 versus the Phoenix Suns. And then James Harden, then of the Brooklyn Nets, 24-10-10 game versus the Detroit Pistons. And then Julius Randle in a win over the OKC Thunder, 26-12-12 game for the Knicks. Now, of course, Giannis and Russ's respective triple-doubles occurred in the same game in which the Bucks beat the Wizards 125-119. And that marked the sixth time in league history that opponents registered 30-point versions of the milestone. Sixth time. Get the f*** out of here. I don't think we see Russ score 42 ever again. Never again. Never Never. again. It's done. It's finished. Uh, And Jokic, Nikola Jokic, and his Nuggets, they were in action that night versus uh, Luka Doncic and, and the Dallas Mavericks. And Jokic was one rebound shy of a triple double himself posting 26 points 11 assists and nine rebounds this season he's averaging a triple double in fact at the time of this recording the nuggets were 28 and 0 when the joker records a triple double that's the longest winning streak of of the sort in nba history previous record was held by magic johnson when the lakers went 
24-0 when Magic uh, posted triple-doubles. However, that streak was over the course of three years. So from November 28, 1984 to November 8, 1987. And Nikola Jokic, he's been on his streak since February 26, 2022. That's just a year. Uh, so third on the list, of course, is Draymond Green, uh, you know, the nemesis of Dylan Brooks, you know, who loves drinking that Draymond Green arm sweat. Yummy, delicious. 23-game Warriors win streak when dropping such a stat line. That streak stretched from January 2015 to October 2019. Uh, so Jokic, I mean, hey, man, this guy, this guy's just doing his thing. He also has the best triple-double winning percentage amongst players who have been able to accomplish this feat more than 100 times. He's 82 and 18. It's an 82% winning percentage. Magic is second with a record of 108 and 30. And LeBron is third with a record of 81 and 25. Followed by Russ, Oscar Robertson, and then Jason Kidd. That's impressive. It's impressive. More on Joker in a moment. Anyway, that's a little something for the NBA history nerds. Things are certainly happening in the NBA today, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about something important. Uh, we have a question from a listener. Uh, but before I get to that question, just a couple of things I wanted to touch on. First, it's finally happening. Udonis Haslam confirmed last week that he is retiring. <laughs> I have to mention it, man. Finally, the Heat will free up a roster spot for a player who might actually get some meaningful minutes on the floor. UD will uh, probably, well, you know what? He'll probably make, he'll still, he'll stay with the franchise. He'll be an assistant or, you know, he'll get a role in the front office. And it should have happened five years ago. Anyway. Wait, why aren't you uh, mad that like some other deserving front office person should have that role? Uh, um, that's next. That's next. <laughs> okay. That's the next phase of that's your of transition and of Udonis's career. Okay, I like that. exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, other item quickly. It's related to the movies. Uh, this episode comes out this, a day after the Oscars, so it's timely. So I hear that Jonathan Majors. Not sure if you guys heard this. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors, star mm-hmm. of Creed and the new Ant-Man movie. Uh, an actor who will most likely win some Oscars himself during his career. He signed on to play Dennis Rodman in a film titled 48 Hours in Vegas. Solid in cast. Lo- love this. Yeah. Love this. Uh, described as a crazy story of how NBA star Dennis Rodman went on a madcap adventure in the middle of the 1998 NBA Finals. That's that's, that's how they, they describe this movie. Listen, Jonathan Majors, great actor, one of my favorites since I saw him in The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Uh, but I don't know how he's going to act like he's six foot eight when he's only six feet tall. We'll see. You know what I think we need? I think we need, you know how there's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I think we need like mm. the Dennis Rodman Cinematic Universe. I'd like to see like oh. a bunch of sequels and uh, spinoffs of Dennis Rodman's life. Look, you got movies for, for years in there. Years. All right, you guys, what's next? Anyway, let's move on to our listener question this week. It's from Bigums in Thousand Oaks, California. Bigums has been on Bigums. the street. Bigums. His question is this. Starting uh, this question by saying, I know the MVP trophy is a regular season award. So that's what he wants to say. He's starting this question by saying he knows <laughs> the MVP trophy is a regular season award. Uh, if Nikola Jokic wins MVP this year, it's, it's very Nikola rich. This this uh, episode, Mitch is in nice time right for now. me to come back. Yeah, this is great. I know. <laughs> so if Nikola Jokic wins MVP this year, but no title, does it tarnish this MVP run? What do you guys think? 
I'm happy to go, go first. first. Last, I, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I'll go first. Um, so I, I know comparing eras is pointless, but when Bill Russell won his MVP, which is MVP three years in a row, he won the title every year. Every year. When Wilt did it, he made one finals appearance and won it as a member of the 76ers. And when Bird did it, he won he won two titles. Uh, so with that in mind, you know, I think not winning at least one title has to tarnish the run somewhat slightly. And, you know, I'm actually a proponent of titles being valued too highly when ranking individual players. Um, but if the Nuggets don't get to the finals this year, which is easily their best chance with this core, you know, how, how could they and, and their fans be anything but massively disappointed? And, and who are we pointing the finger at in that, in that case? It's got to be Jokic. Um, you know, and, and the, I mean, the crazy thing is, is that while they're running away with the best record in the West, and Mitch, you'll probably agree with this, they're not a shoe in to make the finals. You know, a lot of it is going to depend on KD's health and perhaps the Warriors getting their act together. Memphis is not making the finals and they're probably not beating Denver in a series. Definitely not this season. Um, but even saying that doesn't really instill a whole lot of confidence in me. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to see the Kings in the finals, but they're they're not ready. Um, hmm. I'll say I one think, thing about I Jokic. Think we're getting, sorry, just before you go on to that, I just I, I want to say yeah. this. I think we're getting further and further away from shoe-ins in the finals, period. 100%. The way that the no, you're right. is going. 100%. And, you know, I will touch a bit on that in a second. Um Parody. One thing, one thing that Jokic does have for him is that the MVP of the league hasn't won the title since 2015. Um, so that speaks to what Mitch just said: the the, the parity and the depth of talent in the league, uh, which is why you know I am definitely reluctant to compare eras. But when three of those eight years are one guy, I feel like that stack gets somewhat diminished. Um, honestly, I think the best thing for Denver and Jokic would be if they gave the MVP the Giannis this year. Um, but, you know, to definitively answer the question, yes, without a title, this run is diminished, in, in, in my opinion. And without a finals appearance, I'm thinking these MVPs hold about as much weight as KD's titles. Oh. Oh. So, so glad you finished that. Shots fired at two, man. You, you, more you nonsense. Hit, hit two stuff. birds with one stone. Two birds with one stone. Steven, uh, can you jump in? <laughs> Um, listen, I don't really think so. Like, if it's deserving, if he's deserving of it in a regular season, it is what it is. He gets it, right? Um, like I've said it before, where I think finals MVPs matter more because you win the chip and you become the MVP. But with Jokic, I just think once he hits, like, year 11 and 12, that we keep the same energy with other players. Like, they've been great, but they haven't won a championship. I think it's too early to harp on him now. But if he's the best regular season player and he wins MVP, I don't think you can knock him for that. Finally, voice of reason. Um, so glad that Bigham's uh, prefaced his question with, I know this is a regular season award. I'll answer it simply because I think your preface does all the necessary lifting. No, it doesn't tarnish anything. It's not a postseason award. The end. Hmm. Zero. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. I think it does. Uh, it has no bearing on the on the award at all. Hey, Mal, what do you think of uh, Nikola Jokic? As an AI language model, I do not have personal opinions or biases, and my responses are based solely on available data and information. 
While Nikola Jokic has been a dominant player in the NBA for the past few seasons, his play would not rival other NBA players with similar records of success based on comparative achievements. Overall, one must acknowledge Nikola Jokic's talent and success in the NBA, but it is fair to argue that there are other past NBA MVP winners who have achieved more success during their award-winning campaigns. Uh, anyway, uh, we can go back and forth with this one because we love how much Mitch uh, capes for, for Jokic, so we're, we're just uh, rubbing. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Blame Definitely Biggums. your guy. <laughs> and I think Biggums knows that. I never blame Biggums for anything. Shout out to Biggums. <laughs> <laughs> started this this uh this downward slope anyway quick reminder to high and low lives if you want to leave a question for us to answer on the show uh drop a dm on tiktok at more high and low instagram at get high and low I'll leave those in the show notes as i usually do feels like a good time for us to take a break because we've been talking about nicole Jokic a whole lot uh so let's put this segment into the mind of a, our next segment and get the next segment to take an old rusty fork with an unrecognizable chunk of food on it and stick it in the eyes so the first segment knows what it's like to be blinded by biased opinions about Nikola Jokic. When we come back <laughs> we're playing a game of start, bench, trade <laughs> we'll be right back with more high and low It's like some Inception right. stuff right there This moment is brought to you by High and Low listeners. This week on the High and Low NBA show, listeners were asked to share their top five NBA players who have won back-to-back NBA MVP awards. McConnelly in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania shared his list of players. Starting from number five, McConnelly chose Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number four is LeBron James. Number three is Magic Johnson. Number two is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number one is Michael Jordan. Thank you for submitting your list, McConnelly in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This is the conclusion of the break. It is time to return to the regularly scheduled program. And we are back. I'm Mike Amici and this is Sean Khan, Mitch Orsati, and Stephen Leslie. Hugo the Sheik is not here, mm. but we have Mal. Mal 9000. <laughs> Um, when you talk about basketball, nonstop, anytime, anywhere, north, south, east, west, high and low, uh, you have to get creative with your opinions, your takes. Sometimes you have to, to mask them in lists. Sometimes you got to do it in scenarios. Uh, on this episode, we're taking the age old game of, let me say, F, Mary kill. And uh, we're giving it the hoopological treatment for the purpose of this show. Oh, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> I'm going to throw out the names of trios of players to each of, of the of the guys here, and uh, you can tell us which of these players you would start, bench, and trade. And uh, feel free to give a reason for for those moves. Let's get this party started now. With Steven, who would you start, bench, and trade between Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and LeBron James? Uh, starting LeBron James. I'm benching Embiid and I'm trading Jokic. Um, <laughs> don't want to laugh at it. It's, no, it's not Love classic. It. I'll tell you why it's I'm classic. trading it's Jokic. Um, you have a potential back to back to back MVP in his prime, and he's already used to playing with no All Stars. So that trade value is yeah, it's at his peak. And out of all three players, man, I'll get a boatload for him. Hmm. Oh, so you're thinking value? Yeah, like, that makes I some value sense. this guy. Mm-hmm. I like that. There's no one. Steven's taking, taking losing. 
uh, over winning. That's what's happening. No, here. Oh no, I'm not actually. I I, mm. I have a higher chance with LeBron going to the finals as a starter than anyone else on the team. Yeah, he's been to the finals a lot. Let's see if he makes the playoffs this year. Absolutely, we're not worried about that though. I'm just that's <laughs> so I'm trading Jokic. He's gone. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, <laughs> this is gonna be fun, man. Uh, Mitch, yeah, Mitch, your three. Who would you start bench and trade between Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Kevin Durant? Uh, I wish I could go the insane route that Stephen just went, but I am a super non-insane person. So here we go. Uh, I'm gonna start Giannis. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. it's the only player on this list who plays any kind of defense. Um, I'm benching Luca. And I'm trading KD because he's injured all the time. Uh, been on four teams already. What's the difference? Value's low. Yeah. And you know what? I don't sure. care about value. I'm winning this year. Starting Giannis. Okay. Oh, is Giannis not winning the chip? Just wanted to circle back on what you said earlier. I think it's oh, Sean's he- turn. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Let me just go with classic one more time. There we go. All right. Okay, Sean. Uh, who would you start bench and trade between Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, and Ja Morant? Try not to make a jail I joke. Stephen goes. I love how Stephen said this is not this this, this is not classic. <laughs> this, is, this is just my opinion. Um, so this is going to surprise you guys, but I'm going to start Ja. Um, let's just pretend Ooh. he's done being a 19 year old, um, and I'm bringing Tatum off the bench. And I'm actually not even trading Booker. I'm just cutting him. And the reason oh, is, is because he's a jealous little bitch. And he oh, wishes oh. he was as good as Luca. Uh, Book's borderline top 10. And Luca is easily in the top five, probably top three right now. And Luca's three years younger. So Booker's jealous ass can get cut. Wow. 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 Hold on. How many, how many um, guys did Sean get? Three, three. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he really, he really laid in on on Booker. Yeah, he took Luca off my bench and put him in his. When, oh, when I'm like, what? One after my boy Luca. One <laughs> after my boy Luca. Got to yeah, stand up for him. How many, hold so, on, so just a sec. Hold on, just a sec. Yeah, Stephen, how many, was, how many picks are you getting for Jokic? I'm curious. You getting a nine, a hundred? How many picks? Oh, I was thinking players. Players. Yeah. Oh okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's all. Thank it you. all depends. It all depends if, if Nikola Jokic has, has requested a trade. Could you imagine? Nothing. Could you imagine the value of a three-time MVP being traded after he wins the third in a row? <laughs> in his prime. No injuries. Insane. Insane. <laughs> Insane. Yeah, he plays every game. <laughs> God. Just just scratches on his arms. That's it. Oh, man. Those scratches <laughs> are grisly. Good Lord. <laughs> those are probably from the whips from the riding the horses. That's okay. It. No. No, they weren't. Okay, so we, we kind of ran through those first three <laughs> fairly quickly. So I had three players designated for Hugo. So the, the three players that I had for, for Hugo were Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, and Damian Lillard. You can take your turns telling us who, who you start bench and trade. Well, I'll, let me give you guys one. Um, I, this is the person I can't trade. I can't trade Dame because he's 10 toes deep. He doesn't want to leave. So, That's right. Uh, so, really quit. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think I'm starting Dame. I don't know. Like, I can't wow. do anything with him. So, here you go, Dame. <laughs> You're starting. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Classic. That's classic. That was the best yeah, that's answer. classic. That's true. 
Okay, obviously the answer is start Steph. Um, and yeah, bench Dame, trade Kyrie. It's clear you can trade him. People are still doing it for whatever I mean, reason. Yep. I, I know for a fact Kyrie is not staying next year. So if mm-hmm. I want to get any value for him, I'm going to trade him now. Um, and I mean, how can I not start Steph? Because Dame's 10 toes down. I wish I wish Hugo was here because I know that the answer would have been totally different than the three of us just gave. It would have been Steph, start. Then this is the toss-up here. Kyrie. I think oh, I that you would have benched Kyrie. Yeah, I think he, he, hates bench he, Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah, he, hates he would Dame. definitely bench Kyrie and not play him. Just be like, you're on the your last man of roster. You don't get to play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, that was a fun round. I think we have time for one more, but let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more high and low. And we are back. This is high and low. We've listened to the first round, and now we move on to the second batch of players. Batch? Second round of players? Don't want to diminish them by saying batch. They're people, too. Anyway, uh, who would you start, bench, and trade? Sean, uh, you got Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Paolo Banquero. So let's just assume Cade is injured, so he's cut. But if he can stay healthy... Uh, he's probably coming off the bench for me. <clears throat> um, and sorry, Scotty, but you're cut. Uh, because I think Paolo Bancaro starts, right? Uh, I mean, like, his mm. stats are really cool, but his team is trash. Um, mm. Orlando sucks. to be completely honest, whatever free time I have does not go to watching Orlando Magic Basketball. So I'm not really <laughs> sure how good Paolo Bancaro actually is. Um, but the Raptors and Barnes have been such a disappointment to me that I'm cutting Scotty for emotional reasons. Wow. Mm. Wow. For emotional reasons. Cutting the most complete player of the two. Nice. Emotional damage. Mm. Mitch. Oh. Me. <laughs> uh, who would you start bench and trade out of these players? Uh, you got Tyrese Halliburton, mm-hmm. Desmond Bain, mm-hmm. and Shea Gilgis Alexander. I like this. Uh, this trio. Yeah, one of the three are on a different level. Um, Bane being the one on the lower level here. Um, Halliburton and, and Shea are pretty close. Um, I think it comes down to what I'm looking for on my team. If I need someone to run the point at an elite level, I'm going with Halliburton because he's crazy. He's averaging like, I don't know, 10-ish assists and like two turnovers a game. Um, but if I need buckets, like wherever, whenever I'm starting Shea for sure. Um, so, uh, I guess I'm going Shea start Halliburton bench, uh, Bane trade. Okay. Next, uh, what's his name with this back to me? Steven, I've got three players for you. Yeah. If you start bench or trade ready for this one, <laughs> a couple of these players, you, you, uh, you hold near and dear to your Laker heart. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown, and Zion Williamson. Who would you start, bench, and trade? So Zion's getting traded immediately. Um, mm. He's always injured. And I saw a stat where he's averaged 28.5 games played per season since draft. Oh, man. I'm that, was like, a good, that was a good pause, by the way. Yeah, Could have gone yeah. points there, eh? Yeah, that was great. Pregnant pause. What is his trade value? Extremely Extremely high. Even if in real life, like what would his trade value be? 
He's not like Jokic, so I don't know what I'm getting for him. Well, You're still I might getting get, a lot. I might get Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah, sure. That's the thing. Yeah. You're probably getting another probably injured player. Yeah. You're getting 28.5 games for 31.5 games. That's no, right. Stop it. No, stop the disrespect. Stop yeah, 32.5, Sean. Come it's on. It's facts. It's facts. He's No. Anyways, we'll get back to this. Um, bench. I'm going to bench the best number two in the NBA right now, Jalen Brown. Wow. And, <laughs> and uh, starting Anthony Edwards, man. Uh, he's got the keys to the franchise right now, and he's playing pretty well. Right now, man, Minnesota Minnesota. looks so much better with Mike Conley. Like, they just put a real point guard in there, they look so much better. Oh, yeah, Gobert needs a real point guard. He's the the only reason Gobert is playing any amount of good. Well, Anthony Edwards is playing amazing. Yeah, yeah, Conley's part of that too, man. Mm. Well, we'll see. All right, uh, we have. Three more names for all three of you to chime in on. Oh, you go special. Mm-hmm. Who would you start, bench, and trade between Jaron Jackson Jr., DeMontis Sabonis, and Pascal Siakam? Hmm. I don't, I don't want to go first on this. Well, I'll go first. I'll start uh, Pascal. He's championship grit and the uh, 15th best NBA player. Mm-hmm. Ben Sabonis and you trade. don't believe that no, you didn't I, say that with your chest <laughs> and I'm tra- <laughs> let, just let me live um, <laughs> trading Jaron Jackson he's good defensively but I can't stand a grizzly right now yes yes indeed I can't stand a grizzly I like that it's true so, part, part of me when I first saw this list like I, I felt like I wanted to trade Siakam but Siakam I think is <laughs> the best player on this list and and I, the reason why i wanted to trade him was a i'm pissed off at the raptors but b i feel like he does and he's asked to do too much and at times he looks bad but it's not necessarily his fault uh whereas like Demetis sabonis like he just plays his role plugs in his role perfectly and you know it doesn't really he's not asked to play outside of what he what his capabilities are similar to mm-hmm. jaron jackson he's surrounded by other talented players um pascal for whatever reason like you know he's 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 a he's a he's a beta uh he's asked being alpha um that being said he's still top 20 in the league so i'm gonna start pascal i'm gonna also bench sabonis and i'm gonna trade jaron jackson because he's injured a lot steven said that jalen brown is the best number two in the league um i think pascal is the best number two in the league and to your point sean he's being asked to be a number one right now um pascal's I, th- I think I think if, I think I think if the Raptors that's what I'm saying I think if the Raptors had a number one Pascal would be the best number two in the league and I think he's to Sean's point I think he's being asked to do too much he's really grown um into like masquerading into this role um but uh, gosh I really am not sure how to answer this other than I'm starting Sabonis um because I don't think he's just a plug and play guy I think he's like wow. really really like maybe criminally underrated um, and then, gosh, Jaron Jackson's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year, and Pascal is probably going to lose in the play-in. Um, and I'm going to maybe put my Raptor hat on here and 
Oh, I'm gonna bench Jaron Jackson and I'm gonna trade Pascal. I think. Wow, he did it. Why he you, did it. Why are you doing that to your boy? Dog? That's no, crazy. No, this value. I think it's, he said it with his chest. I think it's the right move in this scenario. Yeah, I'm taking Probably. your value play, Stephen, of trading. No, numbers. you're not, because you're I'm saying your number. This guy's a number one on the team, but he's not. He's a number two. So yeah, get, and that's why no I'm trading him there. to get. Of course, there's so, value. You know how many teams so, in the league would trade so much for Pascal? All of them. for an, for a number two. <laughs> yeah. Every team that has a number one wants Pascal. Right. Period. And any team that oh. sucks at selling out, they want a number one too, who isn't really a number one. Okay. So Pascal is getting traded to any team, and you're getting a boatload back if you're the. So rapper. how come Masai didn't do it then? How come y'all didn't get a boatload? To, well, because it's hard to trade. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a trade in the off season type of guy. Right. I'm waiting. I'm waiting this off season. I'm gonna see what you guys get. Yeah, I don't know. I think I still think Pascal's amazing. I think he's an incredible player. I think he does it on both ends. But in this three-person scenario, mm, that's the way I'm going. Why the fuck I can't shoot three-point shots? That brings us to the end of High and Low, of this episode of High and Low. So thank you, Sean. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Mitch. Subscribe to High and Low anywhere you find podcasts. Let's make us a part of your weekly routine. You know where to find us. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube. Links to those are all in the show notes. So where can listeners find you, Mitch? Uh, well, you can find me over at Raptors HQ talking about Pascal Siakam and how much I love him. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can find me over at Twitter at Thirsty Villain. And Sean, where can they find you? Um, well, I just wanted to point out that Mitch said trade uh, Siakam for Sabonis. Like, yes, Sabonis and Pertle would, be, would work great, wouldn't it? <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> That would that would anger uh, yeah, you guys can, Perkins. Uh, yeah, seriously. Um, you guys can probably not find me. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can, but you're not going to, so I'm not even gonna mention it. Um, but I'm gonna try to rest up and be ready to go again next week. Ooh, gotta get that rest, man. Two babies. Father of two, husband of one. Steven. Where can the listeners find you? I'm not giving out anything. Mal 9000 is listening. Not me. Yo. Oh. She has all your information she knows, already, man. She's plugged in right now. She knows your social security already, man. It's over for you. <laughs> Everything, man. I have, I have a Huawei, so anyone I'm connected to on social media trying to have all oh. the information. So. This guy mentions this three in years into the podcast. Thanks a lot. That's about to say, man. <laughs> Once again, music is by live of the Enjoy Music Group you can find live on Twitter and on Instagram at LYVE additional music is by Sonny Rockwell of The Goodness sound design is by Vaughn August this is a Vaughn Abraham podcast just in case you didn't know so on behalf of Sean Mitch Stephen and Mal I'm Ike Amechi thank you for listening to High and Low and uh, we'll talk to you next week Nicole Jokic four time MVP there is a 0.001